Hello and welcome back to our daily encouragement at Island Church Christmas edition. Uh, we are so uh, happy that you've decided to join us again. Yesterday we started out taking a look at the spirit of Christmas and we're going to carry that, uh, that sermon title through the end of this series, uh, taking a look at some of the prophetic uh, words that were given around the birth of Jesus. Uh, yesterday, we, we took a look at Zechariah. Zechariah, of course, uh, the father of John the Baptist. Uh, Zechariah, uh, uh, we were able to take a look at what uh, Gabriel said, and, and then we took a look at Zechariah's prophecy that was given by the Holy Ghost. Um, and, and Zechariah started talking about how that this was going to be the birth of this child was going to be salvation coming uh, to Israel. And, and we know that at the very core, the message of Christmas is salvation. This is where, uh, you know, at this time, the enemy, Satan himself, had amassed a, a major uh, army. He was uh, looking at world domination. Uh, he had um, so many opposing forces. He had taken those who uh, were the religious leaders that should have been the ones uh, that were looking for Jesus and looking forward to the birth of Christ. And, and, and through manipulation, they had even come to the point where they could not even be happy about Jesus walking upon the face of the earth. Um, so many things had, had, had been twisted around and so much chaos going on. And right in the middle of all of it, God in his infinite wisdom slips a little baby boy into a manger in a little town called Bethlehem that would bring salvation to the world. And Zechariah uh, would be able to speak this in. Now, Zechariah, you remember... Um, when, when he talked to Gabriel, he did not believe it. He did not believe what was being said. Uh, he wasn't going to receive it, none. Um, and, and Gabriel struck him uh, dumb or, or struck him to the point that he was no longer able to speak for quite some time. Now, Zechariah, uh, you know, as he was conversing back and forth with Gabriel, uh, you remember he talked about, how can this be because I'm an old man and Elizabeth, she's, she's, she's a little advanced in years. So, so Zachariah was really smart about how, how uh, he, he worded that and, and how he said it. You know, I'll never forget uh, the, the first time that someone made me feel old uh, or, or older. Um, I was teaching vacation Bible school. And that year we, uh, we, we were going to try something different. So we had about five age groups and, and we would change the different stations where they would be. And, um, and I was the one doing the teaching, so each night I would do the Bible lesson. And different age groups, uh, all the way from, uh, from pre preschool, all the way up uh, to a, the adult class, would come through. And I would teach the same Bible lesson, but I was teaching it at, at different age groups. So it was a little different as they came through. Um, and, and the group came through that was the elementary students. Uh, and I'll never forget, so, so when the elementary students came in, you know, I, I decided to, um, we, we were doing a Western theme, and, uh, you know, I sat down on a bale of hay, we had it there, and I had them all uh, come up and, and sit beside me, you know, we got down, we did crisscross applesauce, and, you know, sat down uh, on the floor and, and just gathered around. And uh, about halfway through the lesson, uh, one of the, the kids uh, piped up, and he, 
He said, um, Rob, how old are you? And, and I said, I, I think uh, 35 or, or however old I was at the time. Uh, and he said, oh, my goodness. And I'm like, what? You're older than my dad. So, so uh, you know, that, that was uh, one of those things where uh, the, the first time I, I had that feeling, uh, of course, Zachariah at this point was, was much advanced in age. And, of course, he, he knew, biologically speaking, um, that he was not able to have a son. And he knew, biologically speaking, that his wife Elizabeth was not able uh, to bear a child. But, but as Mary would find out, with God... Nothing is impossible. Uh, and, and we find out that, that, you know, these were some of the last words that Zechariah would speak. Um, and he would not be able to speak until the time that his son, John the Baptist, um, would be born. And at that time, uh, you'll remember uh, when, when, when uh, the baby was born and Elizabeth says, his name shall be John. And, and the, the folks that were naming him were like, no, he's going to be Zachariah. Uh, we're not naming this kid John. There's nobody in your family named John. You don't have any descendants. We, we've checked the books. We've looked back. We know where you're from. We know what the names are in Zachariah's family. This kid's going to be Zachariah. Uh, Zachariah bursts in. Uh, and, and says nothing because he can't speak, but he gets a writing, uh, a writing table uh, that we find, uh, a writing device, and, and he writes down, his name shall be John. And when he fulfilled that prophecy and fulfilled what was going to be speaking, uh, all of a sudden now, Zechariah is a believer, and, and when Zechariah uh, truly acted on faith and, and truly was following after God and doing what God would have him to do uh, and, and acting according to the word, um, he was able to speak. And then he gives that beautiful piece of, of, of prophecy uh, as the Holy Ghost gave him utterance to speak. Um, which we heard in, in yesterday's lesson. I definitely, if you didn't get a chance to hear it yet, go back and listen uh, a, a wonderful uh, a piece of scripture that was shared to us there. But moving on to Elizabeth, uh, I want us to take a look at Luke chapter 1. We're going to go 39 through 45 uh, as we take a look at Elizabeth, um, the, wife of, um, the wife of Zechariah. And this is when Mary... Uh, visits Elizabeth. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zechariah and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, you know, this is something that, that was part of that prophecy that, that John the Baptist was going to be, uh, that the Holy Ghost was going to be all over uh, John the Baptist. And, and we find out that when, when Mary, uh, who was now going to be uh, giving birth with Jesus Christ, uh, when, when those two came together, man, John the Baptist, that Holy Spirit in her womb was, was going nuts. I mean, it was a, a, a praise party. Uh, I mean, I'm sure John the Baptist was dancing like David danced, raising his hands and, and just uh, blowing the roof off that place. I mean, can you imagine uh, the two of them being able to come together? And that also lets us know, um, 
you know, that that is life. Uh, that is life in a mother's womb. But I want us to uh, go on in 39 through 45. Um, and she spake out with a loud voice. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? I mean, and this, these are things that could only be uttered through uh, the Holy Ghost. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Um, so just a, a beautiful piece of prophecy here. So yesterday we looked at salvation. Today we're looking um, at, at the prophecy. If we were going to give a word uh, to this prophecy, we would call it blessed. Um, and as it talks about Mary and it talks about uh, what's going to happen here, this is just an absolute blessed um, uh, event. And I want us to look back, you know, um, the New Testament or, or the Bible uh, in, it, in its fullness, um, the majority of it was written in either Hebrew or Greek um, and, and then a little bit of other language in there. But, but the majority is either Hebrew or Greek. And, and when we get to the New Testament, you know, Greek is probably the most precise language of that day, which is why no doubt uh, I believe that God chose Greek to be the original text for, uh, for his word in the New Testament. Um, but that word uh, blessed is um, makarius, uh, and it means happy, it means fortunate, and it means blessed. So, so um, what she was saying when she comes in and, and she says uh, about Mary, uh, blessed, she's saying happy. I am happy. This is a happy occasion. Uh, what, what a happy time uh, that, that my Lord, the, the person who is going to give birth to my Lord, has come into our house. We are so happy that you are here. And, and happiness is actually um, something that, that people should not be able to take away from us. Um, you know, and, and people are around the world, you know, you wonder why people get so frustrated around you know, these seasons and, and, and the Christmas season um, is because they, they don't have true happiness. Now, true happiness is something that, that can't be stolen from you. It can't be taken away. You know, um, as we looked at David in the Old Testament, how he was happy when they would say unto him, uh, let us go into the house of the Lord. Um, you know, the, but people are looking for happiness, and when they can't, uh, when, when they are not choosing to follow Jesus, they try to find artificial happiness in the Lord, and they try to find things uh, to make them happy, or try to find things to make their children happy, and they'll go out and spend a fortune uh, on, on, on different things, and buying gifts, and, uh, and being able to just do thing after thing after thing, and trying to create an artificial happiness, when really and truly all they need is to be able to find Jesus and to be able to find the blessings, the happiness that's in this Christmas season. Um, but I want us to take a look over in the book of Acts. In Acts chapter 3, Acts 
Acts chapter 3 and verse 26. Here it says, And to you first, God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you and turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Yesterday we talked about salvation. Salvation is being saved from our sins. Uh, The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is. What is the gift of God? That first Christmas gift, the gift of salvation. Remember, the name, the name Jesus means, I am God, your salvation. Remember, um, you know, that's what Jesus is. And, and Jesus brings this feeling of being blessed, of being happy. We can be happy because we have been turned from our iniquities, that now we have an avenue, a, a, a way, you know, at, at the fall in the garden, God, man was separated from God. But in Christ Jesus, he brought salvation. In Christ Jesus, he brought back happiness. And don't let the hustle and the bustle, uh, even the sadness that, that some people deal with in this, do not let these things distract you from being able to enjoy the happiness which is in Jesus Christ. Um, Don't let fear cause you not to be able to enjoy this. And we're going to start talking about fear a little bit in in the next couple days. But um, as I I alluded to for just a few short minutes, um, fear can affect our faith. Now, before, for a lot of the folks that we're going to be talking about the rest of the week, until, um, until they were able to deal with their fear and remove that fear, they weren't able to receive the full word of God. And, and that can be us today. We need, to, we need to be able to remove fear, remove stress, remove heartache, and be able to peel back all those layers and focus on Jesus Christ. That little baby that was born in Bethlehem in a manger who, who, who would grow up and who would, would go to a cross on Calvary, who would give up his very life, that we could be saved from our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes... We are healed. Let's be happy today. Let's enjoy uh, this wonderful Christmas season, the spirit of Christmas. Uh, Later on this week, we'll we'll be able to enjoy uh, a couple more sermons uh, surrounding the birth of Christ. And until then, I pray that God blesses you. and, And the true happiness of the Christmas season is in your heart. God bless you, and we will see you soon.